Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rimple. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on strategic planning, and we've been focusing on the idea of approaching strategic planning from a proactive, reactive stance. Right. So we're not merely under the illusion that we're in control and can do everything proactively. We're also aware that the world changes all the time, and it's competition and other players and changing technologies. So we are prepared to react and adjust along the way. So we've been discussing how strategic planning helps us shape the future, allows us to learn from the past, and today we're discussing how this concept of strategic planning will help us focus the present. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, so we don't want to get into kind of a rigid planning mode where we just have our meetings and set our kind of arbitrary goals and break them down. Shaping the future, learning from the past, and focusing the present can do for us is create a very energizing yet simple and practical way to engage ourselves and others in the process. So we are going to be drawing on motivation and people's creative contributions and taking us where we need to go. We're going to be able to learn from the past and reflect and adjust along the way. Well, now, this week. So doing that, doing that frees us up. Here I am, this learner, reflecting and adjusting as I go. I've got an outcome in the future that's flexible and I'm participating in creating. And so with that in place, I am freed up to just laser focus on the present and what I need to be about today. Because all my energy isn't on second-guessing myself. It's not on what's going on politically. I'm really able to sit down and get applied myself and my team on what we need to do to make those things happen. We talked in our intro podcast on this topic about those things that are outside of our control. And I think often what happens, what I see is sometimes those things outside of our control tend to attack us in the present. And our focus, our our direction kind of can shift. And, you know, mm, yeah. and I think that the purpose of the strategic planning, as we said, in shaping the future allows you to kind of put those competing priorities in a perspective. That's right. They can be distracting, can't they? Right. You come along there, they seem important and we seem like they need our time and attention and that we should we don't have any criteria to guide us and help us discern whether they actually deserve our attention or not. And so we can be distracted. You know, the other thing they do that makes me think of right away is they can overwhelm us too. Right. So much going on all the time coming from so many directions. Even if you have a plan for the morning of how you were going to use your time, when you sit down and see the number of emails that are marked urgent and the voicemail light is flashing at you while you're trying to do something else, that can just paralyze us. I've often been a victim of that, particularly since I'm sure some of us love to check our email whenever we see, you know, there's a one or a two or something or yep, yep, in or our the inbox, little ding. the little ding. And I think often... We just get involved in too many things at the same time. I I think that's the way we go. But I also, as I reflect upon this with you, think there are ways that some of those things are inevitable. If you work in in an environment where you need to attend to a client, you know you have something that you need to be doing that's important, but you still need to attend to certain things in a situation. That's what you're about. Also, your company is maybe about customer service. But I find uh, that often it's hard to balance those things because you don't set expectations even for yourself. So 
as I look back on this, I'm being a little long-winded, trying to give an example is maybe I, I am having the voicemail or, or the email kind of attacks, but I know I have to finish a project. It doesn't occur to me to say to that person, I'm going to get back to you in a couple of days, That's or right. I'm hearing you. I hear your concern. I hear that you need to be taken care of. Allow me to take care of this when I'm able to focus on you in a day and a half. Right. If they were all given human form, all the things that were shouting for your attention, you'd be surrounded by these people all you know, looking the same. And how do you know which one to attend to? So what we're missing here are criteria for choosing. How do I choose which one's most important? Or not even which one's most important. How do I choose which one I'm going to choose and do? And so that's where... In focusing on the present, we will have criteria to make that choice. Because in our vision of the future and what we're aiming at, we're very concrete, remember. Our outcome has been articulated that we're shooting for. And we're learning and adjusting along the way. So we can prioritize you know, what needs to be done, when, and then we can schedule it. When other things shout, we've got this criteria to make it choice. Well, and I was thinking as I gave my example on the flip side of that, if in your shaping of the future, you've decided to be a company that's better to your customers, then in that scenario, you would put down your project and take care of the individual and the need first. That's a good example. So in any decision, either a number of options might be perfectly wonderful options to take. It all depends on what you're aiming for. I love that if you are the leader and you are setting, this is something that's involving your employees, it kind of gives them an idea of what your priorities are for them that, and expectations for how they should approach their work. And mm -hmm. that's often missing. Often I hear from people, I don't know what my boss wants. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm, what yeah. should I be focusing on? Good. So what you're pointing to is that there's a major area of overlap with our previous series on decision-making and our current series on strategic planning. People who are not making decisions and communicating them this is what we're about, and this is where we have decided to go. The rest of the team, without the criteria they need to know what's most important for their own tasks. So, yes, we do not operate in isolation, and the team component is huge, and we'd love to get involved there as well. But for you, trying to discern between priorities, and that takes a certain amount of wisdom, doesn't it? Again, we've given up the goal of getting it right so we have to do this kind of thinking about what gets the resources, what gets the team, and what gets us. Well, I love it. Next week, we'll be coming back and talking about summing this up. Summing this up with becoming a leader with perspective. So we're doing strategic planning that we have the capacity and know-how and from where to take a step back and get some perspective. Well, as always, we invite our listeners to join us on the web. We'll be blogging about this topic on boldenterprises.com. We'll see you next week as we sum up our topic. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 